on belay? Belay on. Hey friends, I'm Abra. And I'm Lauren. And welcome to In Belayman's Terms, the misadventures of two mediocre rock climbers, where we break things down and keep it real, looking at life through the world of rock climbing. Thanks for joining us and welcome to our first episode. In this season, we're going to explore the idea of what it means to be a good climber and how to get better. We're going to look at the physical, the mental, and the technical aspects of climbing. And along the way, we'll be joined by friends and special guests to provide more insight, expertise, and perspective on various topics. So this week, we're going to be starting off with all things physical and we'll look specifically at strength and its role in rock climbing. okay so tell me about strength yes strength is absolutely the most visible aspect of rock climbing Mm -hmm. and whether you know anything about climbing or not climbers stand out for their physical abilities Mm -hmm. Um, when i tell my coworkers that i like to rock climb people always think wow you're so strong (laughs) you can carry all your body weight and and you know your hands and just these tiny holds. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that people think that about me. No, I'm joking. Um, but no. <laughs> no, but I know what you mean. I get the same thing. They're like, oh, you know, you must be so strong. And and I think to a certain extent it's true. I mean, you know, physical strength is certainly a huge part of being a proficient climber, and it's something that we like constantly have to work on. Um, and I think you're right. Like when most people think of rock climbers or like my coworkers and stuff, you know, they immediately picture people with like ridiculous amounts of upper body strength. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's like, you can't argue that being able to pull yourself up on like tiny holds or do certain things is going to be helpful. But, and there are so many times when you're just like pushing or pulling that like a certain level of upper body strength does come in handy. Oh yeah, definitely. And the more you climb, I think the more you start to realize that the strength comes from throughout the entire body. Mm -hmm. And when you're just getting started, um, I think you start to realize how helpful it is to use your legs. Um, And the more weight that you can put on your legs, the easier it is going to be for that upper body. Mm. Um, You know, and as an observer, you don't always see how that weight is being distributed throughout. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's true. But I, and I think when you see somebody, though, climbing and they're using their legs and they're maybe next to somebody who's just like muscling through it with just their arms, I think then it becomes super obvious. Like when you can see like a side by side comparison of somebody who climbs with their legs and whole body and somebody who like doesn't or just, you know, tries to muscle their way through it. Um, And I think that's one one area where you can sort of start to distinguish different levels of climbers. Um, And I think maybe I'm getting better at it or like you're getting we're getting better at it. But I still have such a hard time like trusting my feet and legs or also even just like not knowing how and when to engage them like when I need to. Um, Mm. But then because of that, as somebody who 
definitely doesn't have the upper body strength to muscle through a lot of those like moves and stuff like that's why i fall all the time (laughs) you don't fall all the time i fall enough but no that's such a great point about like trusting your feet especially on those tiny holds Mm -hmm. because mentally it's like how is this supposed to like support all of my weight what is this nubbin (laughs) yeah and i think that's like one of the first breakthroughs for new climbers is um you know being able to trust your feet and putting that weight and then being on top of that like precise with where the placement of your foot is yeah oh my gosh yeah like thinking i had trust issues before climbing (laughs) (laughs) yeah i have so many more now like (laughs) i mean especially when we go outside and climb um like Mm -hmm. outdoors there are moments and climbs where your entire body weight, I swear, is like balanced on just like the tiniest little smear nubbin. <laughs> I love that word nubbin, by the way, is, if you haven't noticed, um, of like a foothold. Like there's, or like, or sometimes no foothold at all. <laughs> yeah. And you're just stemming. Like, Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, you're giving me flashbacks to this weekend. Do you remember? Oh my gosh, yes. We're up at How the could crag I <laughs> up over at Mokalaia and we're doing this route called Dragon's Breath. Mm-hmm. It's a 510D. Yo. Which by the way is so very hard for us. We are not 510D climbers. Yeah, it, it's a it's an outlier. It's an outlier <laughs> like, for sure. <laughs> Um, and this route, it's a dihedral route, so it means um, it's in, like, the corner of a wall. And in the beginning, you have a few decent holds. They're kind of far apart mm-hmm. and, I don't know, pretty quickly into the route, you have absolutely nothing. <laughs> um, and it forces you to get really creative. You have to pretty much stem your way up the whole wall. Oh. Should Oh, should we explain what stemming is? We should probably explain what stemming is. Yeah. So stemming is when you're not actually standing on anything. You're just like relying on pressure to hold you up. So it's like when you're a little kid or you see little kids like just shimming up a door frame with their hands and feet, <laughs> kind of like, you know, like a starfish. Um, you're just pushing out with your hands and feet to stay off the ground or like or in our case more often than not pushing out with any body part that you can find Mm -hmm. your butt your knees your shoulders head i'm starting to think i have trust issues as well (laughs) (laughs) i told you um no but that's a really good example too of like how climbing can require um i guess like less visible types of strength too Mm. I agree. Um, So what do you mean by that? Okay. uh, Yeah. So like, I guess core strength, really. Um, The most obvious example is probably when you're climbing upside down in an overhung area. So like, like a cave Mm -hmm. and you have to keep your legs up on the wall (laughs) and you need to engage your abs and all those little stabilizer muscles that we don't often like think about or maybe use. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. (laughs) I mean, yeah, because being able to like maintain that body positioning um i think it's crucial in order to get better like especially for a more controlled or like what we would call static style of climbing Mm -hmm. right um like it's interesting though so you look at climbers who move 
really smoothly and slowly and they strike you as really strong but then you also see climbers like making these really big like dynamic jumps and moves like jumping from hold to hold um and that's also like a pretty incredible display of strength yeah yeah these are two very different styles of climbing right with the Mm -hmm. the static and the dynamic um but you really have to be pretty strong for both styles i think um I think it kind of just comes down to preference. Um, well, then what would you say you prefer? <laughs> you know exactly <laughs> what I prefer. Oh, yes. You love the biggest dinos ever. All day, <laughs> everywhere, every day. Biggest I, jumps that you can find. Yeah. I've been told I jump like a dead cat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that's okay because um, until I started climbing, I didn't think it was actually possible for me to get even shorter <laughs> After jumping like I jump and I swear I get further away from the hold. <laughs> I didn't know it's possible to jump down uh, unfortunately I know what you mean because we tried that dino the other day and we, yeah I saw didn't. it <laughs> I saw it harsh harsh for the record you did not get the I know either and I'm pretty sure at some point the term dead cat was was thrown around so yeah spoiler alert (laughs) spoiler alert we love static betas all day every day yep um there are pros and cons to each one Mm -hmm. um Lauren why do you prefer a, a static approach why do I prefer a static approach honest answer Mainly, um, I can't do the dynamic stuff right now. Uh, Fair. (laughs) (laughs) No, but for real. So I think even if I did have the power and strength to make some of those dynamic moves, like to make a big jump and hold it, I think I would probably still struggle because for me, a big part of it is like the mental side of going for those kinds of moves. And Mm. I feel like anytime I'm not actively holding onto the wall, I'm just falling. Mm. So the idea of purposefully (laughs) letting go of like more than one contact point at a time is pretty terrifying. Yeah, I I completely understand that. Um, I've heard that it's easier on your muscles to do like more dynamic moves, but it's definitely harder on the old brain muscle. You think it you think it's easier to do or easier on your muscles to do dynamic moves? I think so. Like the faster you can move, I think the easier it should be. Um, mm-hmm. okay, okay, for example, like if you think of a pistol squat type of move on the wall. So like a one-legged squat, yeah. Yeah, so the slower and more controlled you try to make it, the harder it's going to be to like rock up on that foot and weight it and stand up. Okay, yeah, I get, I mean, I get that. But I think, so I think faster movement doesn't necessarily mean dynamic movement when climbing. Um, So I feel like when we talk about dynamic movement, like when I think about it, we're talking about like high power moves, right? So it's like the difference between jumping versus standing up. Um, And when you have more power, like that's going to take a bigger burst of energy, which I don't necessarily think is easier on your muscles, even if it's faster. So, um, so it's like, okay, so it's like the difference between somebody like campusing an entire route, like really quickly 
versus which campusing is like kind of doing it without feet right um versus somebody climbing it statically and smoothly so so yeah the guy that's doing it like monkey bars might be faster but is it really easier on his muscles yeah okay when you say the difference between like jumping and standing up i kind of have to rethink my (laughs) answer because that that seems a lot more clear okay but i'm gonna roll with this right Mm -hmm. so with the campusing example yeah like sometimes it is easier to not have to bother with like controlling your feet or engaging your core Granted, you do need upper body strength, um, Mm -hmm. you know, to campus any kind of route. Um, But I think in that case, the momentum that you have Mm -hmm. helps to compensate a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I think I think that's a good point. And like, I agree, momentum can be helpful. Um, But I actually I don't know. I actually think we might be talking about different things, maybe. So. So when I think of dynamic movements and climbing, it means you're going from like a balanced position to an unbalanced position. And then you have to regain that control or, you know, Mm -hmm. to find that balance again. Whereas for like static movement to me, it's moving through a sequence where you're in a balanced step, like a balanced stance or balanced position the entire way regardless of the actual speed you're moving so like you can make them move quickly but you're balanced the whole time and that to me that would be still Mm -hmm. considered static movement versus like i think at least how how i think about it and i'm i could be wrong but like to me when i think of like dynamic movement it's like for example when you think you have to jump to a hold you're going from balance to like off the wall jumping Mm -hmm. your feet are usually going to be off and then you have to like fight to get back on right (laughs) so like you're moving through a state of unbalance in order to get back there that's how I that's like the difference that I think of yeah okay yeah I think I'm confusing uh like faster climbing for dynamic climbing Mm -hmm. um I guess if I could give this uh thought another attempt I think it's about being able to incorporate <laughs> like just enough movement uh-huh. to make the climb more fluid. Mm. Um, it's definitely harder to use your muscles when you're at like that full extension. Though. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I I think there are some routes in the end that you don't really have a choice. <laughs> yeah, oh my god, hundred percent. And yeah, and there are times when you have absolutely no choice to make a dynamic move in order to get to another hold. That's usually when I like decide to go find another climb to do. <laughs> I'm joking but also not um but I also think you bring up a really good point in terms of like fluidity of movement and flow because so for me one of the things I struggle with is the strength aspect um so someone for someone like me you know I have a very limited strength reserve Um, So I can't waste time on a route by climbing like a sloth. And so even if I'm moving statically, I also have to think about like moving quickly and confidently enough so I don't just like burn out. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, from what I see, you're definitely a great climber. (laughs) Shut up. No, I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) But, But you do bring up a good point about increasing that strength reserve, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But let's take a quick break, and when we come back, let's talk about some of the things that we do to improve that physical strength. Mm, Okay. 
Have no friends. Hate gravity. Don't feel like falling to your death on the bouldering walls. Look no further than the Autobelays. For newbies and veterans alike, Autobelays will never fail to hold your rope. So stop by your local gym, push past all the kids, and clip in and go! This episode brought to you by Autobelays, holding you up when no one else will. And we are back. What a great message. <laughs> Thank you to each and every Autobelay Belay out there. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, so we're talking... <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so we're talking about things that we can do to improve our physical strength. Um, so, and I don't do this one enough, and it's mainly because it's boring and I hate it. <laughs> we're going to sell it. <laughs> really selling it um but i i have to admit that spending time on the hangboard or even just a pull-up bar has Mm. been really helpful when i do do it regularly um but like don't get me wrong i can barely do a pull-up at all and like i can't hang for very long on the hangboard at all uh but i do think that both of those things have really helped me to address like my biggest weaknesses which for me are like my finger strength and my upper body strength Mm. what about you yeah okay uh this probably sounds silly but when i started climbing i didn't realize how much back strength was required Mm, yeah that's not silly uh so one of my biggest mentors shouts out to samaje (laughs) has incredible latch strength um so i've been trying to work on that Eh, like here and there but um like through rows Mm -hmm. uh see i'm kind of off and on about it but when i do i notice how much more like power and control I have. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel a lot more stable and just a little bit more confident when I'm climbing. Nice. I know I need to do rows. Deanne keeps telling me like do like inverted rows to practice those like lock offs that mm-hmm. I hate so much. I know. Okay. Add that to my list. Um, <laughs> the other thing. So the other thing that I've done that I actually do kind of enjoy, even though it's, it can be hard. Um, but has helped me immensely has been to do a lot of down climbing. Um, mm. So on the autoblaze, for example, I'll pick like a relatively easy route and climb it like normal. But then instead of just letting go and coming back down, I'll actually try to down climb, but not just like using gravity to help. I'll try to like down climb the entire thing under control and like reverse every move that I made going up. So that's really helped me with that like forearm and grip strength and then as well as building up some some of that endurance yeah i feel like down climbing um activates muscles that i'm not usually using yeah it's like because you have to lower yourself under control instead of pulling yourself up yeah for some reason that's so much harder yeah (laughs) well because you don't get to use your leg it's 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 different it's kind of opposite from what we talked about using your legs a little bit i think yeah right mm. yeah that's true sure it's like using all the same muscles in reverse in reverse i know yeah. yeah one more thing that i've enjoyed is working on my high steps oh. um so for me i am a little bit more flexible mm-hmm. so i have to use that to my advantage <laughs> you're so bendy uh, okay <laughs> <laughs> Um, but it's really hard to weight my legs when I'm at full extension. Um, also my legs are very weak, therefore display only. (laughs) (laughs) This 
way on me. Uh, okay, that's really funny because so I'm almost the polar opposite of that. I mean, you know this. I don't think a lot. Of, some people know this, but I used to be like a, com- a competitive weightlifter. So my leg strength from years and years and years of just doing squats and lifting and that kind of stuff is actually really pretty strong. Mm-hmm. However, two things. One, I have absolutely no flexibility. Like, it's awful. <laughs> it's awful. If you see me try to, like, stretch in the beginning, it I look like a struggling toddler. And then two, speaking of toddlers, my legs are so short. They're, <laughs> they're like toddler legs. Whoa. So for me, I actually really have to just focus on increasing my range of motion, period, like to gain that flexibility and that mobility. Okay. You know, I don't want to cut us off, but I'm going to because (laughs) I think that's the perfect teaser for our next week's episode where we will talk about mobility and flexibility and the role that it plays in climbing. All right. that's That's a good point. But... Okay, so before we wrap up, then we have one last segment for you guys. So sit tight and we will be right back. Now it's time for shout out of the week. This segment of the podcast is devoted to recognizing all the people, places, and things that have influenced us along the way. My shout out goes to Keith. Keith is a huge part of how and why we're doing this podcast. Every step of the way, whether it's been my climbing journey or my journey to discover my voice. Keith has been my biggest fan. Not only is he an amazing person, but he is also an amazing climber and has taught me so much about both. Thank you, Keith, for all that you do to support Lauren and me and for being the best partner in climbing and life. My shout out goes to Tyler Hughes. For those who don't know him, Tyler is one of the most interesting, dare I say crazy, people I've ever known. He is the person who introduced me to climbing in the first place and has continued to push me and challenge me to achieve things I never thought I'd be able to. He is the embodiment of all gas, no brakes, and reminds me to never waste a moment in life. Even though we bicker, argue, and fight like an old married couple, he is one of my best friends and so much of where I am as a climber and a person is thanks to him. So thank you, Tyler, for always calling me on my BS challenging me to be my best self and for never letting me settle for ordinary. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for sticking with us and stay tuned because in this season we'll continue to explore this idea of what it means to be a good climber and how to get better. We hope you join us as we share some of the stories, mishaps, adventures, and lessons from our own journey to become better. And like we mentioned, next week we'll stay in the realm of the physical as we discuss mobility, flexibility, and its importance to climbing. So please subscribe to our podcast. Uh, Visit our website, inbelaymansterms.com. Find us on Instagram, also at inbelaymansterms. And we'll see you back here soon. Thank you. Bye. Uh, how you doing, Amra? Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to our first episode. <laughs> 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 <laughs>